Hello, welcome to Designers Camp, where we can all just chill and learn how to maximize our businesses. My name is Margot DeGan, and I'm a business empowerment coach and career strategist. I coach business owners to supercharge their businesses and make significant increases in income, and I help them to save time doing it. I'll be your host for all 12 Designers Camp sessions, and I'll also be the presenter for some of them. Once you see how powerful each and every Designers Camp session is, you'll want to purchase the entire set for your own library, so you can view and hear them again and again. To purchase, go to designerscamp.com, where you can also sign up for our next live Designers Camp event. So with that said, I want to talk to you a little bit about this wonderful woman who is going to be sharing with us. Uh, on money and muchness, and she's just a little bit of a character because she's taking her cues from Alice in Wonderland, which is going to be fun. I just can't wait to hear about it. But Kathy Craig is an industry educator, and sometimes I say Craig because it's kind of spelled that way, but it's pronounced Kathy Craig. She's an industry educator and a skilled window fashions expert and a former interior decorating franchise owner. She's got 20-plus years' experience in design, retail sales, and franchise development to the the design and the decorating industry. In addition to running her own business, Kathy has traveled throughout the United States extensively, providing training and motivational speaking, and she's highly qualified to share her personal knowledge and design professionalism with you. Um, as Vice President of Exciting Windows Member Services, Kathy's involved daily with consumer marketing and franchise services, so she really helps people to grow their businesses. She oversees and helps create the strategic plans and programs to make sure business owners enjoy pleasurable and profitable businesses. So it's not enough for you to just make a profit. You want to enjoy the process, too. Kathy's right in the heart of providing expert resources and training to the exciting Windows membership, including retail sales, training, marketing, advertising, and technology, as well as business management, systems, and personal coaching to help business owners grow their businesses to high profit margins. And that's what we all want. We want to have fun, enjoy our business, but we want to make money. Uh, Kathy and her family live in Solvang, California, and I love Solvang. It's the town with the little windmills. I um, spent some time there on our honeymoon, and we, when we go back to California a lot, I always want to go back to Solvang and don't ever quite make it. But it's about 120 miles from north of Los Angeles near Santa Barbara. And Kathy's an avid reader. She's a gourmet cook. She enjoys cheering for her 18-year-old son, Byron, and her 15-year-old daughter, Caitlin, through their various high school endeavors. And she's just a great people person. So with that, I want to uh, give the, uh, the reins over to Kathy and welcome you, Kathy, to this session. And we just cannot wait to hear all the wonderful things you're going to share with us. Well, Margo, thank you for having me here. And what a pleasure it is for me to be kind of just sitting around the sofa, uh, around the living room, talking with all of you, because that's really what I want this to be like. Um, it's so much fun to have a business, and it's so much fun to be able to do what we love every day, and it's really, really fun when we have a business and do what we love every single day, and we actually make money at it. We actually make a profit at it. And I want to, first of all, commend all of you for your commitment, the seriousness and the way that you go about taking your business, just doing what you're doing right now, right this minute, being on Designers Camp, investing in yourself, in your personal growth, shows 100% that you care, 
about your business and you care about your customers. And uh, it's the kind of quality within you that makes your customers love to do business with you and they become your friends over time. They love to work with you. And so really all you need to do now to have more muchness, more profit, more in your business to grow it is really to just find a few more customers, a few more friends. Um, but when we think a little bit about this whole concept of muchness and the wonderland of uh, profits in our business, sometimes, you know, we actually end up feeling like we're living in the underland, the underland of never enough. And uh, I, if you watch the movie Alice in Wonderland with Johnny Depp, who we have to love, Johnny Depp, come on. Um, but there is a quote from it, you know, where the Mad Hatter, Johnny Depp, says, you used to be much muchier before. Yes, you were so much more Alice the last time we met. You've lost your muchness. And do you ever feel like that? Sometimes you just wake up in the morning and you're thinking about going to work and you're thinking about your business and you're thinking, oh, I feel like that little image of Alice sitting on the uh, teacup saucer and she's shrunken and she's small and it's easy. It's easy to feel shrunken sometimes. You wake up and you just think, what is the matter with me? Or, or, or as the Mad Hatter would say, what is the hatter with me? Why is there never enough time to do everything that needs to be done? Why is there never enough? Why is there never enough appointments? Never enough profits? And really, if we think about it and we go a little bit deeper still in our own self, there is that shrinking fear inside of all of us that I am never enough. Mm. And it's easy to feel that. And it doesn't feel good. I am never enough. And we have that little voice in us. Margaret, you're saying, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Have you felt it? Yeah. Uh, me too. So, you know, as entrepreneurial women, most of us on this call are women. There, may, there are a few, definitely, men in our design business. But, you know, in design businesses, many of us uh, entrepreneurial run our businesses from our home. It can be lonely. You are alone a lot of the time. You are responsible. It begins and ends with you. If the phone rings, if it's to be, it's up to me. You know, being an entrepreneur is a wonderful thing because you have so much flexibility, but guess what? The buck stops here. The buck stops with you. The good news and the bad news is if it's to be, it's up to me. And then there's also the part about a lot of other people, especially as a woman, a lot of other people depend on you. You have a family, most of you. You have a home to run. You are many, many times the hub, the circle, the, the social circle, the thing that, you know, holidays and events and traditions and things within your family revolve around. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's a responsibility. And so sometimes we can feel so much like, I'm never enough. There's not enough of me to go around. And 
that that it, it just builds within us this this ickiness, this fear. And the interesting part in all this is my experience. You know, Margot told you I, I have owned and operated my own independent design business, you know, both as a part of a franchise organization and then also independently on my own for over 20 years. I have done what all of you are doing. And I know those feelings. I have lost and found my muchness so many times <laughs> over the course of those years that, um, that I do have a few stories and a little bit of experience that I want to share with you. Um, there are things that I call muchness magnifiers, <laughs> things that make our muchness grow, and there are things that I call muchness munchers, things that can squish it down, and you've experienced both of them. I know you have. A muchness magnifier um, is maybe you are in your business and you just put put a um, installed a fabulous window treatment and your customer, your client is so happy, she's feeling great and she loves it and she throws her arms around you and she says, oh my, I never dreamed it could be this beautiful. Okay, that definitely a muchness magnifier. But, you know, you've also experienced the muchness munchers, which are things like, oh, there's a back order, there's a conflict, there was a measuring mistake, there were things that went wrong, I went out on an appointment, I designed my guts out for this person, I found the most beautiful window treatment there could ever be, and um, they didn't buy it from me. And I kind of feel abused. I, I feel like I'm suffering a little bit of... Uh, Decorator abuse, and those those are kind that's of term. <laughs> decorator abuse. You know, you just feel that's a muchness muncher, and it just makes you makes you feel small and afraid and and bad. Like there's just never never enough. And the the underlying thing behind all of that, I think, is fear. We we know that we've come face to face with fear so many times. Um, in our life, it's that thing when you're in the middle of the night and you lay there and you're worried, I don't have enough appointments, I need to make more money, I need more. And it makes you want to pull the covers up over your head and just quit. Yeah. Um, like you swallowed that little elixir that Alice took and you shrunk. And that's what it is. Fear makes us small. Fear makes us small. It makes us think small. It makes us believe small, and when that happens, it makes us see small results, and that keeps our businesses small. So, where do we go with that? You know, when you find yourself in that small place, when you've lost your muchness, when you wake up and you look in the mirror and you say to yourself, I used to be so much muchier before, and I don't like this. I say, really, um, also from the world of Wonderland, um, go to the Queen of Hearts. And I'm going to give you a quote from Lewis Carroll from Alice in Wonderland. And uh, it's from the book. And Alice is at that place where she's at her wit's end, and she's afraid, and she's small. And she says, there's no use trying, said Alice. One can't believe impossible things. Well, <laughs> says the queen, 
I dare say you haven't had much practice then. When I was your age, I always did it for at least half an hour a day. Why, sometimes I believed as many as six impossible things before breakfast. And isn't that really um, gets to the heart of things? What we um, believe about ourselves, what we feel in our hearts. You know, fear, fear is in your mind. Muchness comes from your heart. Mm, I love that. And so I want, yeah, muchness comes from your heart. And so go to the Queen of Hearts when, you ha when you're feeling small, when you're feeling fearful, and start to believe in impossible things. Sometimes before breakfast, maybe you could visualize and believe in at least sex. <laughs> so I want to give you a couple of, um, uh, maybe a little bit of some practical applications, but they also deal very much in this kind of ethereal thing that we're talking about, the difference between fear and small and muchness and big. And I'm going to, you know, Margo's asking me if I can call in on my phone. So yeah, we lost you one time for a few seconds, and I if there's a possible way you could call in. I absolutely in, can do that. I that would be good. That. that would so, give us more muchness. Okay. Talk amongst yourself for one moment. This will take me, uh, I can do this really, really fast. Okay? Okay. Okay. Does anybody have a favorite quote from Alice in Wonderland? <laughs> if you do, raise your hand and I'll unmute you. Or a favorite scene from Alice in Wonderland. Has anybody seen the movie? You've got to see the movie if you haven't seen it. It's terrific. Okay, Ruth's got a good quote. She sent a quote. I have the impossible things quote um, she just referenced on my refrigerator. Oh, okay. So you've got that on your refrigerator. That's great. That's really cool. I, I don't think I remembered that that one, but um, I think it's a great idea to talk about all of the, to think about all the impossible things that you can do because I think a lot of what we think is impossible is, is certainly possible. Half of what we think is impossible really isn't. Kathy? I'm back. We were right in the middle of talking about fear, which makes us small and afraid, and muchness, which makes us feel big. And that um, what we that, that fear is in our mind, and muchness comes from our heart. Mm, and the so interesting, I mean, I mean, it really is. We get. We can ruminate and get up in our heads and start thinking and processing and going and worrying and going up one side and down the other. That's our head. That yeah. chatter, endless, endless chatter in our head. That's where that's where fear is. It's about things that haven't even happened yet. Yeah. They're just they're somewhere out there in the future, and we're afraid they're good. they haven't happened yet. But we're so afraid that they are, and we spend all of our time in that small place thinking, and the more we think about it, the smaller we get. But if we move out of our mind and move down into our heart, um, into what we really think and feel and, and believe about ourselves, um, that is where we grow large, where it's, it's the magic elixir that makes us grow large. And how do we do that? How do we go from I am never enough to I am enough. 
As a matter of fact, I am quite a lot, actually. <laughs> and, and there's a huge difference in that. You know, I'm enough. Not even enough. I'm quite a lot. There is so much to me. <laughs> Just ask my um, husband. <laughs> <laughs> in all different kinds of ways, huh, Margo? Yeah. All different kinds of ways. And interestingly enough, you know, it is the Queen of Hearts who says, you know, it's what you believe about. You have to believe in impossible things and visualize them and think about them. Um, sometimes, you know, as many as six of them before breakfast. And uh, the way that I have found to do that, to be good at doing that, to be able to go from small to large is really to surround myself with other people who help me with that, who bolster me with that. You know, uh, in our industry, there are various networks. There are organizations. We, you know, we go to trade shows and we interact amongst ourselves. There's a huge design community on Facebook, um, friends with one another and interacting on Facebook. Things just like this that you are on right now, Designers Camp, it helps when you surround yourself with other people who are like-minded, who are in the same situation as you, who experience the same kinds of ups and downs and bigness and smallness as you do, and we help each other get through this. We help each other believe in our muchness with one another. You know, within the Exciting Windows uh, network that I am involved with, I mean, that, it, that is one of the incredible things that all of those members get out of that. They, they, they are like-minded businesses trying to build and operate their business to higher and better profits. And, and that's my job, to help them to do as much as I can to help them with that. And there are other, Window Covering Association of America, um, the uh, Drapery Pro, there, there's there are online forums. There are organizations and networks within our industry and even within your own communities and towns, um, women entrepreneurials, women in business, that kind of networking organization where you can surround yourself with like-minded people who are experiencing the same kind of things that you are. And um, you go be, bring muchness into that room for them. And when you help empower other people, then you are empowered yourself. So that's my first, um, you know, my first tip in going from fear that's in your mind to muchness in your heart is to begin to believe, I am enough. I am quite a lot, actually. And I'm going to surround myself with other people who will help to bolster that. Okay, I have another secret, mm -hmm. and that is, you know, not only do we surround ourselves with other people within our, um, within our industry, but we're in front of customers. We're in front of customers, and our customers um, very much contribute to us feeling small and us feeling large, to our profits, to our pocketbooks feeling small and feeling large. So my next tip in all of this is, you know, here's a secret. Be in front of the right customer. One who values what you bring. One who appreciates 
your service, your great ideas, um, and not only do they value it and appreciate it, they can afford to pay for it. They want it, they need it, they desire it. Um, this is a huge, huge thing. I um, and am an instructor through the Window Covering University, and we teach a professional window covering sales class. And one, you know, the foundation of everything that we start with is, you know, you want more appointments? That's great. Go on more appointments. But for heaven's sakes, go on more appointments with the right customer. Mm -hmm. Be in so front important. of the right person. Mm -hmm. Kathy, I, I think that goes back to us believing in our muchness so that we turn down the customer that's not our right customer. Um, there, there is that. Um, and, and there's a whole, there is a philosophy around that that gets into whole service. I feel that it's a privilege to be invited into anybody's home. And I will do whatever I can to qualify in instead of qualify out. However, you are right. You're absolutely right. And let me give you a, a little bit of um, some statistics, some details about what I mean about the right kind of customer. Um, because if we are marketing to or creating awareness to the right kind of customer, then we're going to have a better chance of being in front of that right kind of customer when we go on our appointments. Bingo. So here's some things. <laughs> exactly. Good. Here are some things. The secret is... Um, Getting to the right customer requires knowledge and skill. It's not about having the right products. It's not about advertising in the right newspaper. It's not about, it is about your personal knowledge and your personal skill. You need to know who these people are. And I want you to think back now, all of you sitting here in the living room with me, listening. Think back to your favorite customer. Think back to a job, an experience that you had with a favorite customer. It was collaborative. You worked together. She loved what you did. Things went well. Um, it, whatever you did turned out beautiful. It went up smoothly. It cost a lot of money, and she was happy to pay for it because she felt like she was getting so much for her money because she felt good when she went in that room. And when, her, when she feels good, her family feels good. And when people come into that room and they interact and they sit with one another in that room, everybody wants to be there and they want to exchange and they want to spend time. That's the muchness that we bring. We don't just decorate windows. We bring a whole incredible experience, and we better make sure that the um, experience that we bring, we're bringing it to the people who want, need, desire, and value that experience, and they can afford it. So let me tell you a little bit about that. I have a concept that says, um, birds of a feather flock together. So the reason I had you envision who was your favorite customer is that if you think about the characteristics of that particular customer, they probably have some things in common with people that have been my favorite customer or Margot's favorite customer. Um, and, and let me tell you a little bit about what I mean by this. And I'm just going to really fast do this. We do a whole blown session in this, in the Window Covering University, um, in our 
professional winter covering sales class, but I'm going to give you just a real brief little smattering. Um, we call the favorite customer or our target customer the golden opportunity segment. And if you think of all the people in the world who have windows, okay, pretty much you know every house, everybody, every apartment, every mobile home, every there's windows. Unless you're living on a park bench, you probably have a window. So, so there's a lot of um, a lot of windows out in the world. However, of 100% of the people in the world, um, the the let's kind of put it on a scale. The bottom 25% of those those people will never, ever, 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 ever need, want, desire, or afford what you have to offer. They either live in an apartment, they live in a mobile home, they don't have the money, they, they don't have the priority, they don't own their home, they, they just aren't our customer, period. So we don't need to spend money, time, or effort to market or to create awareness with, with those people. They're wonderful people, but they aren't our target customer. Then let's move up into the next... I'm going to say the next 50% of everybody else in the world. And if you take kind of the top half of that, um, that is what we refer to at Exciting Windows. We call that the rat race in a little bit. And the reason why it's the rat race is because those are definitely customers who need window treatments, that they are the most targeted, marketed to, blared into, you know, discount, get this for less, for more, 25% off, 60% off, 70% off, flyers on your door every single day. That's the rat race. And you know what? If you compete in the rat race, even if you are doing pretty good, <laughs> even if you're winning in the rat race, you're still a rat. You're so we, we want to kind of, <laughs> you know, we, we like to look at, there is a whole incredible segment of people that we call the golden opportunity segment, and they are actually the most underserved segment of the population. So now we're up in the top 25%. What do those people look like? Let me let me give you some numbers, some st statistics about it. If you're down in the um, in the rat, what I call the rat race, those people probably have um, income levels. I'm going to give you some medians medians, which means half the people above, half the people below. Median incomes, you're going to have to convert this a little bit in your mind based on where you live. But median income probably in the $50,000 range, um, and they probably have home value somewhere in the $225,000 range. Now, if you're in California, I mean, you can't even, you're not even on the charts if you're in that kind of home value. So, so like I say, you have to do a little bit of conversion in your mind. But you can go online and you can Google median for your community, median income, medium home value. And then you'll be able to see um, what I'm talking about. Okay, so that was the rat race. Let's talk about the golden opportunity segment. This, uh, these are people whose median income is probably somewhere in above 75,000 up into maybe 250,000 and more. Um, they have home values that are probably in the median, you know, $350,000 and up range. And you'll again do the conversions in your own and in our um, 
in the more in-depth classes I teach on this, we really break it down. How do you figure out what exactly do they look like? All the way down to what kind of professions are they in? What do they do for a living? Where do they live? How do you find them? How do you reach them? How do you market to them? How do you get in front of those birds of a feather who tend to flock together? They, they live in the same communities. They go in the same social circles. They attend, you know, volunteer organizations, charities, they flock together. And how do you find those? So you want to really be in front of the kind of person who is going to appreciate and be able to value and um, afford what you bring to the table. And doing that, like I said, requires more knowledge and skill. It doesn't require Oh, I don't have, you know, I got to add one more supplier, or I got to add one more product, or I got to um, put, you know, just one more ad in the newspaper. It, it is so not about that. It's very, very much about you, um, that target customer, that golden opportunity customer has a lot of, um, needs and desires and requirements for the type of person that she wants to do business with. And so you will want to invest in yourself and grow yourself and your business into being the type of person or business that that customer wants. They're sophisticated. They're out in the business world. They um, are internet savvy. They know what it means to be online. They know how to search. They know what a blog is. They know how to read blogs. They um, want websites and interactive websites. They, um, they want you to come to them. They don't want to go around from store to store comparing prices. They don't want they want um, to make decisions in the convenience of their own home. They want you to um, bring not just products. Anybody can come to their door with a bunch of samples. They want you to bring great ideas for making their home beautiful. And that type of customer um, is incredible to work with. They are, um, they are muchness people themselves. And when you bring muchness to them, it is a match made in heaven. It's a, it's a wonderful, wonderful thing. So, you know, we've talked, uh, I'm going to go back, i got a couple more, but here it is. So you're enough, you're not only enough, you're quite a lot, actually. And the secret, then, is to bring your quite a lotness in front of the right customer, the one who values you, the one who's going to appreciate. Make sure that you're doing business with and marketing to that um, favorite customer. And um, then the next thing that I think is so incredibly important, remember we talked about the fact that fear um, is in our mind and um, muchness is in your heart. So the interesting thing is, you know, it's not about you. You serve your serve your clients from your heart. Stop focusing on you and what you need and what you want, and begin to focus on 
your customer and what she needs and what she wants and how can you serve her from your heart. It is our highest calling to be able to bring the incredible beauty and joy of what we do into someone's home and, um, and help them create an environment where they're going to feel good about themselves. And so if you can get out of what do you need and what do you want and get into your customer's mind and think about what does she need, what does she want, how does this affect her, She's, um, what is she feeling when she calls you on the phone and makes an appointment with you? Is she, she's intimidating. You're, you're a, a designer you're coming, or a decorator. You're coming into her home. You're, she feels like you might judge her. She feels like what she has isn't enough. It doesn't look good. Um, there's so much that we can do to foster and, and build and change the interaction, the relationship that we have when we go into somebody's home when we go into it not thinking about what we need, but thinking about it from what she needs and just make a friend. I mean, just establish a connection right up front. And, uh, you know, again, this is something, I think you can hear this in my voice. It's something I am incredibly passionate about. It's the foundation, the basis that we, you know, of anyone who does business within the Exciting Windows organization, it's what I built my business on and have learned and taught um, through the Window Covering University. In our, we have what we call the seven steps. Our, what, what do we call it? Make a friend selling. When you start to think about turning things around, that all you're really trying to do is build a relationship, a collaborative relationship, so that you ask enough questions of the right kind of questions so that your customer will tell you what they want and then give it to them? I, I mean, <laughs> is there a better definition of selling, an easier thing to do? No. And, and it's incredibly, incredibly powerful when we serve our customers from our heart. So, you know, there's some tricks to doing that, though. You need to, we all need to get better at what we do. And we do that through training. We do that through classes. We do that through online designers camp. We do that just the way you're doing it right now. Um, we do it through attending trade shows and, and seeing things that are um, new and different in our industry so that we can come to our customers not just with products but with great ideas to help them create a beautiful environment. We do it by investing in ourselves. And when we do that, when we invest in training, when we invest in classes, when we invest in becoming better ourselves so that we bring more to our customers and we serve our customers more from our heart, that is something that we, we um, whether we stay in the design industry, whether we uh, that investment in ourself and our own personal growth, we take with us and that enters into every single thing that we do in our lives. Um, and that is an incredibly empowering um, muchness factor, is that everything that you do to bring more, more muchness to you, magnifies out exponentially 
into your world, into everything that you do. So what did we talk about? Um, fear is in your mind. Muchness comes from your heart. Believe, begin to believe every day in impossible things. You are enough. You're quite a lot, actually. And surround yourself with people, mentors, coaches, like-minded people who will bolster that. And then surround yourself with the right kind of customer who values what you bring. Make sure that you're the business, the person that that right kind of customer needs, wants, and desires to do business with. And you get that, you become that um, by investing in yourself with your time and your education and your learning and your reading and the things that you put into your mind and into your life every single day in your personal growth. And then, you know, serve your customers from your heart. Stop focusing so much on what you need and start to focus on what they need. And I actually have just kind of in, as we kind of head into the home stretch of this, I have four really simple things that you can do right this minute, right now, in, uh, to increase your profits and improve your sales and put more profit, the, the wonderland of profit in your business. Anybody interested in hearing those? <laughs> I thought so, maybe. So, uh, number one, first hands thing. Hands are going up. <laughs> hands are going up. Okay, yes. you want to hear this. Here, here, these are, this is not going to require you. This is, doesn't require money. It doesn't require anything. Right now, you can do it right this minute. The first thing is that you can, like the Queen of Hearts, you can begin to visualize. Begin with the end in sight. When I pulled my van, my excite van full of exciting fabrics and incredible things up into my customer's driveway and I knew that I was going there bringing some great things. The last thing I did when I turned off that key before I went into that home is I took 20 seconds still sitting in my seat and I closed my eyes. She's probably watching me out the window. <laughs> Whatever. This is, this is my moment. This is my moment. And I took that 20 seconds, and I began right then and there with the end in sight. I visualized how I wanted this appointment to go, how I, what I was bringing in there, how I wanted to serve her, how I wanted to bring an environment of beauty into her home, how I wanted her to feel great about herself and her home and her family when I left. And when I began every appointment with the end in sight by visualizing a positive outcome, and believe me, part of that visualization was, in my mind, her signing her name on a check and handing it to me. <laughs> Don't forget to add that to your visualization. That's <laughs> that's, there's no, nothing wrong with that. Well, let me interject here, Kathy, before you go on to two, because this is more powerful, I think, than people realize. Um, there's a book out there called Psycho-Cybernetics, and I'd love for you to get that book and check out what's in that book because it talks about visualization and how in your mind, like you're just saying, Kathy, you go through the scenario kind of quickly, but and then you came to the end where the customer's writing the check and handing it to you. Your subconscious mind takes over 
and all the nuances of what needs to happen takes over without your conscious awareness, really, when you visualize. Uh -huh. so it's so powerful. Right. right. You create that energy. It's magnetic. It's absolutely magnetic. And you will draw to you what you believe. It's and you'll even bring an out amazing. the behavior. You'll even bring out the yes. behaviors in you that it's like an autoresponder. Absolutely. So if you get out of that car and you walk up to the door worrying about, do I have the right product and it's going to cost too much and she's going to want a discount and she's going to need it and I'm going to blah, 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 and your little mind is small and ruminating over all these things that you're afraid of, guess what energy you are packing right into that home and creating all around you. So. I mean, simple, just a, a, a quick little change. Change your mind. Just change your mind from small to big, from never enough to muchness. That's my first step. Visualize. Begin every appointment. Begin anything that you do with the end in sight, the positive end in sight. Okay, so next, number two, believe in your muchness enough that when you walk into your customer's home, you are bringing more, quite a lot actually, more for a great price. And and what I'm talking about here is, you know, we all we live in a world we we deal with competition. Other people sometimes go in and out of our customers' homes. Don't think small and put yourself in that same arena that says, oh, I'm going to have to. You know, I got to take something. I got to price it low because I want her to buy from me so bad. I'm coming from this place of want and need so badly. Um, bring more for a great price. So what that looks like is that when you're in there, instead of worrying about how you can design something inexpensively, um, begin to focus on bringing more, great ideas, add-on, value. When someone does business with you, they are not just getting a fair value, but they are getting more when they deal with you than they would be when they deal with someone else. More in the area of um, creativity, more in the area of a collaborative relationship, more in the area of um, working together and building a friendship um, and the overall experience. And believe me, it's the difference, let, let me just make a, it's the difference between shopping at Walmart and shopping at Nordstrom, okay? Both of them absolutely serve their purpose. They are wonderful. You get what you need from each one of them. But there is a difference. They're, they're selling the same thing. They're selling food shelter, clothing, accessories, they're selling things. They're selling the same things. But the experience around what's being sold is different. And the right customer, the target customer who values the experience will pay more if you bring more of an experience. So you need to believe in your muchness enough that you bring more for a great price and not necessarily less for a discount. That's what everybody else is bringing them. Maybe we need to get that hairdo that the queen had or something. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, how about I want those boots? I'm thinking if I was wearing those boots, man, I could sell. They're smoking. <laughs> I could. <laughs> I would own the world in those boots. <laughs> okay, so here's here's number three of my four simple things. Um, number three is I, I want you to think in terms of one hundred dollars. One hundred dollars. Okay. Tell me anybody who would buy from anybody who you have had who has written a check to you, say for two thousand dollars. Would they not have also bought from you for twenty one hundred dollars? I mean, yeah. You know, really get down to that squeaky, squeaky little. I mean, is it really that much of a difference? I want you to think in terms of one hundred dollars. Okay. So when you're thinking about that, one hundred dollars. If they would have bought for two thousand. Wouldn't they have bought for twenty one hundred? That's mm -hmm. that's part one, part A. Brilliant. Now, brilliant. Part, brilliant. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, that's my muchness. Much, muchness. <laughs> okay. And then the second thing is, you know, could you not? You're bringing more, really. You know, in that from that more place when you've got those boots on, boy, bring out, add on. Say, you know, we're right here. And we've talked about you know a price range that you're comfortable in. So, so let. How about this? We didn't talk about this, but let's add this banding. Let's add this tie back. Let's do a contrast lining. Let's um, interline for lushness. Let's add on. Oh my Happy. goodness! Add on sales. Sell excitement. <laughs> Can you tell? There's a, a little bit. We we bring exciting windows, not boring. We want ex we want to create excitement exactly. and exactly. more and muchness for our customers, and they will pay for it. Okay, and it so makes the job so much more fun. <laughs> exactly. People are going to walk into their home, and they're not going to go, "Oh yeah, nice white mini blinds," <laughs> or even you know, nice white wood blinds. They're going to go. Wow! Check out that you know Holy cow. Tape, that colorful tape, and you've got that, and you've got wow! Look at that beautiful fabric. You you want the wow factor. Yeah. So if we go back to that one hundred dollars, let's think about this. Two sales a week. If you could add one hundred dollars in just two sales a week, you know what that adds up to in a year? Ten thousand dollars in your pocket. Ten thousand dollars, Margo. What would yes. you do? It's actually ten thousand four hundred. If you just had an extra ten thousand, you didn't have to work any harder. You didn't have to do anything different. Nothing mm -hmm. different. Just ten thousand dollars more in your pocket. Yep. I, I, I'd uh, I'd go get those what boots would you do? and I'd I'd get those boots and I'd put the rest of the profit in the bank. Okay. Right now, into the little chat box, every single one of you, I want you to type. What would you do? Name one thing you would do with an extra $10,000 or part of $10,000 if you had it. Type it into the box. Yeah, or you could put it in your question field, either whatever you're Or put it in the question field. Do whatever it is. I, I, don't have my, I, don't have, <laughs> I don't have the box up, so I don't know what you're doing. But Hey, we could buy the boots in bulk. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. Okay, so I think you can see that... Um, Right now, there are some easy things. Okay, my last thing, and this enters into the $100 also, is track your costs. Track your profits. Keep track. You sell a job. She writes you a check. You go out and you make a lot of order, 
orders, you place orders, and then you get to the end, and you never ever go back and stop and say, hmm, I sold it for this. It actually cost me this. I promise you that if you do that on just go back on the last three jobs that you've done and, and really do that. After the fact, it's all in. All the invoices have come in. Everything's there. Write down. Here's what I priced it for. Here's what I sold it for. Here's what it actually cost me. If you go through that exercise, you will begin to see, oh, whew, I forgot to add in for freight. I forgot to charge for this. I, I, I sold this for way too little. I didn't, I could have bought this better. I could have, you'll see interesting ways that little bits of hundreds of dollars can begin to show up for you and you won't be doing anything different. It doesn't require more appointments. It doesn't require more sales. It's, it's on what you're already doing anyway. Mm -hmm. So those are my four little tips right now for improving. Pro visualize, begin with the end in sight, bring more for a great price, focus on value, not on discounts. Um, think about $100, just $100 twice a week can add up to $10,000, and you can do that by adding on, by raising your prices instead of discounting, or by tracking your cost and your profits and actually making sure that you earn, get, receive the profits that you deserve in your business. You deserve to make a profit. A profit. The purpose of a business is to create a customer. And you will not be able to create customers who are getting beautiful environments from you if you don't make a profit. You have to, you have to make a profit to stay in business. Kathy, I want so, to share with you a couple of uh, <clears throat> what some folks have said about what they do with that extra $10,400 every year. Oh, um, perfect. If, I'd if love you to don't hear mind. that. Okay. Uh, pay off debt. Pay off debt. Uh, pay for my, college, my daughter's college tuition. Buy more coaching. Great, great choice. Go to Santa Fe. Great choice. These are all great choices. Pay some bills and buy some samples and inventory. Uh, spend it towards my basement, her basement office, rather. Uh, start with taking a vacation. Um, invest 50% into my business. Invest the remaining 50% in my savings. Wow. Mm -hmm. Take a trip to Malaysia. That's great. Ooh. Yeah, I mean, I love that. Know, we have dreams and, and we have desires and our businesses can get us there. They absolutely can. Isn't that, isn't that incredible? If it's to be, it's up to me. That's the mm -hmm. good news and the bad news. We have, we hold in our hearts everything we need to create what it is that we desire in our lives and in our businesses, and in our customers' lives. It's so incredibly amazing. I love what we do. Mm -hmm. I love the fact that I get to spend my days, and so do you, Margo, helping other people get what they want, yeah. people that are on this call. And, and if you're on this call, you love that what you do lets you help other people, your customers, Get what they want. Because when you help enough other people get what they want, guess what? Everything you need will be taken care of for you. It's just an amazing thing. We're so incredibly lucky.
It's so really let me kind more, of more beneficial and blessed to give. <laughs> oh my really goodness is. gracious! Sakes alive! You are absolutely right. It it is yeah. It is the highest calling we have to serve, to give of ourselves, and it, it's it's great. Okay, so here here we go. You are not alone. You are not alone. You are involved in a dynamic, incredible, fabulous industry with great people who want to support you, who want to help you, who want to help you grow, and you can be a helper to other people also. You are not alone. As a matter of fact, you are enough. You are quite a lot. You are so much. So don't sell yourself short because muchness Here's my little formula. We got a formula for success at the end of this to tie it all together. <laughs> Muchness I love plus it. enough equals profit. Okay? Muchness plus enough equals profit. And now now we're going to do some P words because profit comes from we get the privilege to serve our customers with passion from our heart, doing what we love and what we're so good at, and we get paid to do it. Okay? I have another P word. Okay. Serve, serve our peeps. Your peeps. Yep. We've got our peeps all out there with us. Absolutely. That our customers become our friend. That's yeah. the, you know, it's the, like I said, the foundation of everything that we teach in Window make Covering University, that make a friend selling. So, so here's, here's some, um, some things that I would like to offer to you to help in your muchness. How about that? Great. Some resources. I have some resources for you. And, I, and hopefully you'll find them helpful. First of all, I, met, I mentioned that you are involved in an incredibly dynamic um, world of window coverings and window fashion professionals. And there is a whole dynamic group of us that interact with one another on Facebook. So. If you aren't on there, go on there and get on there. And if you are on there, for heaven's sake, send me a friend request. I want to I wanna know more about you and about your business and who you are. And I want to hang out with you. So friend me on Facebook, first of all. Kathy Broderick Craig is who you're searching for. It's an open profile. You'll be able to see it. You'll find me. Okay. So there's that. Um, but I have a couple of other resources. If you have a pencil and you can write this down, www.excitingwindows.com slash five star. And that is Kathy, a is website. Five, the number's five or five, yes, I'm sorry, it I, I should the number the actual number five. Excitingwindows.com slash five S T A R. The number five S T A R. And here's what you'll find there. Um, it is a site specifically for people in the window fashions industry. It is the resources and the things that that we do and who we are at Exciting Windows, but it's a lot more than that. It's not just for our owners or our members are telling what we are doing, but it offers resources to all of you. There are tips and tricks and um, business building 
items on there. there uh, the first thing I want you to click on is our blog. We have a business building blog, and professionals within our industry, Steve Burstyn, Steve Wishnow, myself, we blog on there to everybody, just saying, here's, you know, here's, as a matter of fact, if you go on there right now or pretty quick, you'll see a blog about muchness. It was kind of where all of this whole little talk came from. Um, so there's our blog, Business Building the Exciting Way. Um, we also have um, an offer to the industry, a Business Building Digest, and I will send all of you, if Margo can maybe help me do this, I'm going to send a couple, uh, some things just for attending this class, a copy of the Business Building Digest. If you like it, great, subscribe to it. If you don't, no problem. Um, I also have... Um, do you want to show, give them a, a, a domain name to go to get that, or do you want to send that to me and I'll send it to them? How do you want to do that? I'm, I'm going to send it to you, and, I'll and send I'll, it to I'm going to let you send it to everybody. Yep. Okay, that's good. And it's a subscription. Um, it's, a, it's a newsletter, and it just has business tips. Okay, so, so your next resource is me. Irregardless <laughs> of exciting windows, your next resource is me. I, so let's get your email address, Kathy. Okay. Kathy, K-A-T-H-Y-C, at excitingwindows.com. Okay. And if you send me a personal email, I will help you in any way that I can. If it's a question, a comment, uh, something that you need, a resource that I can provide, I am more than happy to help you. That's the first thing. And second of all, if you want to know a little bit more about getting in front of the right target customer, how that that selling system that's collaborative where you ask enough questions until they tell you what they want and then you just give it to them at a profit. <laughs> um, you want to know about that class, um, I will actually send you, if you send me a note and you ask me about it, I will send you one online section of it. You can check it out, see, go, okay, this makes sense, this is for me, I like this, I want to find out more, I'll send it to you for free check it out and see if it's something great. you want to know So it's kind of a no-risk way of checking out that class. Oh, it's absolutely no risk. There's, no, there's nothing. Listen to it. Even if you decide, I don't want to know more, you're still going to get something beneficial. Kathy, I appreciate that, that offer. Thank you so much for offering that. We uh, are very grateful to you, Kathy, for coming and sharing and bringing your sunshiny face and your voice and your words have been inspiring and educational. And we're very grateful to you for sharing with us, taking your time. And um, hopefully everybody will check out those resources and get in touch with you. And uh, I wish you a wonderful Muchness Day. <laughs> Thank you very much. Muchness out to all of you in the wonderland that we call the wonderful world of window covering. Thanks. Bye-bye, everybody. <laughs>